Hello, small business owners. Welcome to this episode of the Freedom Focus Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about employee reviews. More specifically, we're going to be talking about employee reviews that you and your team will actually look forward to. We're going to start by considering some of the specific factors that will help you to increase employee engagement so that the members of your team are excited and more happy working for you. Next, we'll look at what HR managers are saying about the typical employee review process. And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not very positive. Lastly, I'm going to share with you the exact process that I created when I was rebuilding my company for conducting simple but effective employee reviews. My process resulted in greatly increased employee buy-in, engagement, and happiness. And at the same time, it created much greater personal freedom for myself. For everyone that sticks around to the end, I'm going to share with you a free gift that's going to allow you to create your own employee review process that you and your team will actually look forward to. I don't think I'm alone when I say that I used to hate the hiring process. Putting out a job ad, collecting resumes, going through them and hoping that you could make a right decision. When it comes to the employee review process, now that's something that I didn't even do for the first 15 years that I owned my business. Why? Well, I really didn't think that they were all that important. I mean, my company wasn't very large and I spoke to every employee every day almost. And I guess in my mind, enough contact and interaction was going on that a formal sit-down review was really unnecessary and perhaps even just a waste of time. So I didn't bother with them. But wow, was I wrong. I was completely ignorant of the huge opportunity I was missing. And as they say, ignorance is bliss. I didn't know what I didn't know. And thankfully, I eventually figured out that if people are your number one resource, then more attention needed to be paid to my team. And this all started in 2016 when I went through the rebuild of my business, starting with a total revamp of my hiring process, a process that I came to love. Now that process, which includes everything I learned to create my own dream team of employees, is shared with small business owners in my Dream Team Builder course. And I've got a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in learning more. But once you've got your dream team all on board and hired, of equal importance is a thoughtful employee review process that ensures ongoing alignment with the company's core values and creates greater buy-in engagement and happiness for your team. Let's consider that issue of engagement just a little more carefully. You've probably heard of the Gallup organization. They do public polling to determine sentiments on issues that are pretty popular in the news, like the state of the economy, the favorability of a particular government policy, or the popularity of political issues, office holders, or candidates. They also do a lot of research a lot of people are not aware of in the workplace and asking employees what their sentiments are about their job and the employers that they work for. Their most recently published State of the American Workplace Report focused on particularly employee engagement and their findings were not very pretty. Their research found that on average only 18% of employees would be considered actively engaged at work. That's a really low number. And one third or only 29% of employees are considered engaged. 
And of greatest concern is a whopping 53% of employees that were studied that basically were not engaged at all. So what can employers do about this huge issue of, of lack of engagement? Gallup's provided some clues. They have a list of 12 factors that their research has identified as having a substantial impact on engagement and improved employee performance. I can't take time and I'm not going to take time here to go through each of those 12 factors, but you can see the full list in my blog article titled A Missed Opportunity for Increased Employee Engagement. And I'm going to put a link to that article in my show notes today. But I will give you a couple of examples of some of these factors so that you can get an idea. One of the factors is my supervisor or someone at work seems to care about me as a person. So when that's in involved, when you're doing something about that, that's an important thing for increasing employee engagement. Another one is there is someone at work who encourages my development. So that's important for engagement as well. Another one, in the last six months, someone at work has talked to me about my progress, shows that they care about me. And lastly, this last year, I've had the opportunity at work to learn and grow. So how well do the typical employee review processes address these and the other engagement factors identified by Gallup? For that answer, we need to look to a 2017 study by the HR consultancy firm Mercer, which found that 95% of managers are dissatisfied with their organization's performance management system. In other words, their employee review process. 48% of employers believe that their performance management system needs further work to be effective. And some of the factors contributing to these high percentages of dissatisfaction with the review process include some of the following. The review process lacks defined goals or establishing the wrong goals for the employees. Another factor that is part of that dissatisfaction is that not enough feedback or the opportunity to provide feedback is too spread out. The other finding was that the review process lacks adequate focus on career development for the employee. And the traditional review process that is causing so much dissatisfaction uh, also includes there isn't enough effort put into the performance reviews. And that means basically that the review process isn't taken seriously enough or given proper attention or the, it's not treated as if it's very important. Does that sound familiar? I mean, that's basically what I was going through for the first, teen, first 15 years. And does that something that actually is going on for you? Keep that in mind. This Mercer study was mentioned in an article titled Rethinking Stale Performance Management Practices. And I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes for anybody that wants to dig into that a little bit further. And in order to make employee reviews better, the article does note that 10 to 15% of companies have eliminated the all too familiar performance rating. You know, it's the long, tedious questionnaires that are pretty typical and complex. This makes the review process an exercise that everyone dreads, managers and employees included. So it's no wonder that the, the typical performance reviews are done so infrequently uh, and resisted and ultimately for so many small business owners not done at all. But this can not happen. Employer reviews are way too important to do haphazardly or not at all. 
So let's create a process that's simple, that's effective, and that hits the factors pointed out by both Gallup and also Mercer, the Mercer study and allows you as a small business owner to take advantage of one of the most undervalued and greatest missed opportunities when operating your business. Let's do employee reviews that you and your team will actually look forward to. To begin with, as a small business owner and the leader of your organization, you have to be 100% committed to doing employee reviews. If you do a half-hearted job and take a lackadaisical attitude to employee review, or worse, act like it's a waste of your time or you hate them, then you can be certain that the employee is going to feel like they don't matter and you don't care about them and they're unimportant. On the other hand, if you approach the review process with enthusiasm, make the employee feel special that it's important for you to take time out of your busy schedule to focus time on them, their well-being, and their success, then you're going to create incredible buy-in, loyalty, increased engagement, and enthusiasm for your organization. The employee will be much more likely to give their all each and every day and do the best job they can to make the company successful. When I created my employee review process, it started with a simple, fillable PDF form that the employee completes prior to the review. It's a self-assessment, making the entire process much less interrogation and critique and much more a discussion about information the employee has willingly shared with you. So this reduces defensiveness, it fosters collaboration, and ultimately has a significant positive impact on both the employee performance and on their engagement. And there's another very big advantage to using a self-assessment process that I know every small business owner will appreciate, especially those in the smallest of businesses where the owner is the HR department and therefore conducting all of the employee reviews. The bulk of the work is done by the employee, not the owner or the manager if it's not the owner, saving a lot of their time doing lots of writing for each of the employees. The employee does the writing and the owner just reviews what they've written and provides comments and feedback as part of the review meeting. Saving time for the owner and managers also means that the review process is much more likely to be done in the first place and done more often. How often should the reviews be done? We're going to come back to that here in just a moment. My employee review begins with a self-assessment of how the employee is doing with each of the company's core values. And I'll put in the show notes uh, information about an article and a podcast that I spoke specifically on how do you create your company core values and how you use them to create greater engagement and buy-in in your company. Next, I ask four simple questions for the employee to respond to. And how I came up with those four questions is a bit of an interesting story. When I was rebuilding the company and I was trying to come up with a better employee review process, and I suppose for me it was an employee review process at all, I went out and I searched on the internet for a really good example that I could follow. And interestingly enough, the very early on in my search, I found an author that wrote an article that basically said that the review process is broken. It's too complex and it needs to be simplified. 
And so that author basically said that they would throw out every, all these tedious questions and long questionnaires. And what they would do is they would boil it down to asking four simple questions. Now, here are those four questions as I kind of interpreted them for myself, but it's only four. What have been your greatest challenges? The next question that the employee is asked is, what have been your greatest achievements? Not real tricky. Third question, what is your overall assessment of how you've done over the past year? And the fourth and final question is, what can we do as a company and I do as your supervisor to build your skills and make you successful? Pretty simple. The last section of my fillable review form asks the employee to list a half dozen or so SMART goals. And I include a little graphic on that page that puts right in front of them what do we mean by SMART. So they can keep that in mind as they're writing down their goals. And remind, as, for, as a reminder for everybody, specific is S, N is measurable, attainable is A, R is relevant, and T is time bound. SMART goals. So that's it for the form. Nothing more, nothing less. I keep it very, very simple. So it'll actually get done. Evaluation of the core values for alignment, four simple questions that I just gave you, and SMART goals. Very, very simple, very straightforward. Let's go back to the issue of how often you should be doing the reviews. And the answer is, it depends. For new hires, we strongly recommend a first review 90 days after they're hired. And there's a couple of important reasons for this. First of all, that's typically when benefits are gonna kick in after 90 days. It's also a great opportunity for a go, no-go decision on keeping that employee as part of your organization. You wanna evaluate at 90 days their alignment with the job requirements that you need filled, and then also with the company culture, going back to core values in the process of evaluating those. It's also going to be demonstrating your attention to that employee's well-being. It shows that you care right away, not waiting six or, ten, uh, or 12 months before you get, check in with them. It's gonna introduce them to your review process very early on, so they know what to expect. They understand what's expected of them. It's also a opportunity to establish goals right away, because we don't wanna have goals established after they've been working for you for six or, or 12 months. We want those goals established right up front so they can start working on them. So that's another real important benefit of doing that review, that first review in 90 days for new employees. Now the same new hire will also get another review at six months. But keep in, mind, keep in mind that it's a shorter check-in and that review really is on the form that they completed at 90 days. So there's not a lot of pre-work that's done for that meeting. And you're just going to be reviewing the content of that uh, document that's already been created. So this meeting is going to be about 30 minutes as opposed to my, maybe the annual review that's going to be more like 90 minutes in length. Now, six-month reviews are recommended for not just, not just the new hires, but for all employees. And recall, this was identified in the Mercer study as an important factor for improving reviews overall, because they found that opportunities to provide feedback were too spread out. So you don't want to wait necessarily every 12 months. But I do get it. Six months, every six month or six month reviews, that can be an awful lot, especially if it's the owner and there's a lot of employees to review. So I will leave that to you uh, to do what you can with that. But at the very least, make certain that you don't skip over that annual review. 
For those, the employee will be completing a brand new form, which is made much, much easier by simply updating the electronic version of the review that they did one year earlier or at their 90-day review if it's a new employee. Remember, open it up, save as, and then update that document. Saves time and also makes it easier for people when they don't have to start from scratch. As a gift for all the listeners uh, for this podcast, I'm going to include in today's show notes a link to download a free copy of my freedom-focused employee review process. The free download includes an example of my employee review form that I've been talking about uh, during the podcast today, so you can actually see it as I've laid it out. And it also includes detailed directions on how to implement the process that we've been talking about in today's podcast. That's it for this week's episode, and I want to thank you, as always, for being a listener. I look forward to being back again with you in two weeks. Until then, stay focused on your freedom.